0: Hello and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily and I'm Alessandra, and today <laughs> we are talking about the long-awaited, the long-awaited <laughs> fourteen years awaiting and a wanting Incredibles two.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, I just saw it this morning. And you, you saw it again, didn't you, yesterday? I did. I've seen it twice. I watched uh, the first one last night and then and then went to my local 9 a.m. showing. It was great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess before we get into the movie itself, we should talk about the little short film that came right before it, Bao. Oh, yeah. It was very interesting. I loved it so much. I cried both times I watched it. I so.
0: I'm I'm just trying to understand like the symbolism of the the dumpling and her actual son, like it. Well, that's it. Definitely, that's the the. <laughs> I know, but like the. I, I just I wanted to know more. I wanted to know why she did she eat him to to just keep keep him there and mm-hmm. not leave. Yeah it's uh,
1: the parallels between um like i think they were chinese the chinese families mothers and like being kind of overbearing at times and ruining their relationship with their own children because they can't let go of them
0: mhm like just... when like when the little dumpling wanted to go play soccer with the rest of the kids and she she wouldn't let him yeah and... so
1: it's just like a really nice tale of a family that a lot of people have and a lot of people can relate to. Yeah, and
0: especially when food food itself can always be a symbol especially when like I don't know I I took a what was it called? I took a class in college where we talked about like f- food within
1: cinema or something. Of course you did cuz half your school was like like food people, culinary arts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. Um,
0: and I remember there being a movie, uh, I believe, I can't remember if it was Chinese or Japanese, but it was about a lot of, like, a a family business of cooking, and I definitely loved watching the, the mother, like, twist the dumplings and, like, make the, the food was so beautiful looking, like, Mm -hmm. whatever she was cooking, it, it looked really good, and, um, it was really cute. I really liked it. Cool. That's all I really have to say about it.
1: Yeah, I thought it was really cute. And, um, the music was beautiful and it just such a cute little story. So surprising. Great little short film. Especially right before Incredibles 2, which blew us all away with how good it was. Extremely, ex. Extremely. Paulo just kept saying, "I can't believe how good that movie was." He he said it like ten times after we saw it. You know, you know why it was good.
0: You know why it was good. <laughs> why? It took it took them fourteen years to make it. They took their fucking time. Yeah, they That's did. That's why it was good. <laughs> that was why it was good. Yeah. Gosh, I can't I can't stand it when people get so like, like just be happy that it's here. Don't be don't be don't be mad or angry that it's that it's taking this long
1: to get here. Like just be happy that we that we have it. Definitely. So. And it's it, I think a lot of people are saying they still like the first one better. And I think I agree, but this one was definitely super fun. Um extra like over the top, but really true to the values of the the family still and even even better in today's world. Yeah, definitely. And and
0: just even I I think these they work really well together because because even though there was I'm still trying to put my thoughts together. I mean, I saw this movie like how many hours ago and I'm <laughs> still trying to figure my shit out. Um I I thought that I thought that it still talked a lot about the same like almost the darkness of of superheroes. Like the uh, rewatching the first one, I realized just how almost a dark realistic adult this movie is. I really yeah. do not think that this is a a child film. I, I truly think that this that these were made for adults. Like these uh uh-huh. Like just how much you get out of them and what, and, and what they portray, like, it's very, it's very realistic and, and very, very sadistic almost, and
1: I, I truly like that about these movies, um. Yeah, Paula was saying that the point of the bad guy in this one, um, how that we're like all screen slavers, really, like, we just don't want to go out there and do it ourselves, we just watch people doing it instead, and there was, like, that point of the bad guy that Paulo was like, I really kind of understand where this bad guy is coming from. Basically, that they are, um, you know, that they have, like, a valid point in, in what they do exactly, and, you know. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the villain this
0: time definitely seems a lot more complex than than Syndrome was because like I, I was still even trying to figure her out. She so in obviously spoilers. I mean we we've really just talked about the first movie as of right now, but we're gonna start getting to the meat of things. So spoilers if you still haven't seen it. I know it's been a while, but whatever. Um. So she so from what I got from her. She didn't think that, or she didn't want um, non super people to really rely on superheroes because they can, like, let people down, basically, because that's what happened to her father. Her father was so heavily dependent on supers that he really didn't take the time to, you know, protect himself, really, Uh uh, from the robbers that entered their house. So, and I think that's because I I was comparing the two because they're both. Both villains are extremely smart. um, Invent some very great things, and they're they're non supers. Yeah. And their life has somehow been affected by supers. But I mean, whose life isn't really affected by supers in this like in in this time setting? Yeah, in this universe. universe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, because really, the only the only people that really wouldn't be affected really by supers is the people who were born after the superheroes became illegal um
1: which we do see some kids in there too
0: yeah definitely who i guess i don't know i might have learned some stuff from their parents i mean there was even uh the jingle that winston was singing yeah to, to frozen elastigirl and mr incredible <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so cute and and what this is like the the 50s
1: or something, right? Like, what what time period is I this? I think it's supposed to be like a retro, futuristic kind of imagery. So, it is supposed to be as if they're like the nuclear family of the 1950s, but obviously they're not, and so it's kind of like a super past movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because cause the costumes seem very retro, but then everything is so... Like did you see when they were when they were flying Elastigirl to like that city? Did you see how many buildings were in that city? Oh, I know, it was massive. <laughs> It was like it was like looking at a huge mountain range, like where you see all the faded like mountain backdrops like pat like yeah, cascading so behind yeah. behind but it was just of buildings. Yeah. It was hilarious. I was like, "Geez, this place is so congested. Yeah. It looked almost like a blade runner. Like with how close everything was mm-hmm. and, and how were, like, all, like compact stick things were
1: and stuff too.
0: Yeah, they all oh, was I was like, that's so funny. It's, 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 city is, like, ridiculous. But, um, I don't, I don't know where you want to, I guess we can just continue, but where do we want to start? Um, I
1: don't don't know. I guess maybe with, uh, how about with Jack-Jack?
0: Yes. I didn't quite get notes down for Jack-Jack, but I, but let's, let's talk about Jack-Jack. So Major part. Yeah, his fight. In this movie this time.
1: His fight with the coon outside, um, and we see that he has powers, which we did know that because in the first movie he shows that he has powers to the babysitter, but to nobody else. Yeah, I th- I mean, he was...
0: At the end of the first movie, I, I guess he was too high up with Syndrome to be seen, but they they were definitely asking, like, what was happening, but I guess they couldn't see it. I, I was wondering why they didn't already know that Jack-Jack had powers, but I guess they just didn't see it yeah. when he was, like, beating up Syndrome. Um, so... Well, guess what we learned about Jack Jack is that he's he's a poly. What is it? A
1: poly. Oh, like what not, Edna
0: said. Um, yeah. She called like a polymorph or like a poly super morph or something. Yeah, like, that's what he has He has like tons of powers, but does that mean eventually he'll stick to just one or will he always have like these 17 powers? Well,
1: she said that most babies have several powers and kind of grow out of them, but he seems like he has so many powers and he really does. He has like all of them. Um, although he doesn't really have what his parents have or his brother or his sister. So it's kinda interesting because he has like he can turn into a demon baby. He has fire. He can do laser beams and um, lightning beams. A, like and, a demon. Yeah. And teleport. Yeah he can, and he can go into a different dimension. And, and, he can he, float. and at one point he like turns into jello. Yeah. He can or something. Like, make himself more jelly, and, like, or... He can turn into other people. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, he's like, got he, he, so many he, he awesome can, powers. Crazy. So his fight um, with this this uh, raccoon that just would not get scared of him, it was so funny. Like, they're just wrestling in the backyard, and Bob Parr's just like, what the hell, Jack-Jack? Like, and then he multiplies in his arms, and like...
0: Yeah, and and Bob just like does not know what to do. It was and and I really liked um just a quick a quick sideways to, to Bob. I loved watching Bob's character develop in this movie. Um He really reminds I me loved, of your dad, Emily. You know what? He he reminds me of my dad too. <laughs> especially <laughs> with that especially with that math scene. Oh my god, that is so my dad. Oh my god, I know. Oh my god, so who changes math? (laughs) So funny. Um, And I I don't know if we want to quite yet move to Bob, because I have a lot of thoughts on Bob from the first movie and the second movie, but I just liked seeing uh, Jack-Jack's development just with the rest of the family. Like, they, they grew... Like, I, we already loved the family from the first movie, but I feel like this one really brought them closer, like, uh, in more ways than one, because in the first movie, they're still kind of all separated, trying to just get back together, and That's then true. they they kick ass right at the end all together, and mm-hmm. so this time, we still get to see some of the, the drama and the troubles of the time and the laws and everything else,
1: um... Yeah, it just felt like there was a lot more content in this movie in terms of, like, the world building. Like, so much more.
0: Well, yeah, because... And and it was a great tie-in to the first one, because, you know, at the end of the movie, even though the first one felt like it could have just been a standalone, I really think that they developed the characters really well with this second movie, because we end the first one with just... With with everyone using their powers and everyone being awesome and like thinking that everything's awesome but then but then you see that like superheroes you know, they, are still banned so yeah because they still make a mess people are only seeing the bad the bad side of superheroes and and dash and violet still cannot use their powers, even though they thought that on the island they could use them because and and that they were helpful. They thought that they were helping.
1: Yeah, and Um, they definitely were, and it's like that whole conversation at the dinner table where they're talking over their Chinese food is, again, like parallels to the first movie where they're sitting and talking about their powers and stuff that's going wrong with them, but they still feel even closer in this movie because they had that transformative experience on the island, so like they're going through all that stuff, but they also are a really close family. Like, they talk about everything, and they try to do everything as a family.
0: Yeah, which, again, I want to bring back in, like, the, the realism. Like, this family seems so real. They have their problems. They have their angsty mm-hmm. teens. They have their hyperactive, competitive, athletic boy. Like, it's it's so realistic and totally relatable.
1: Yeah, it really and feels like so a real family. Great. It it
0: totally and, does. Yeah, and just the voice acting and and the screenplay, like they they did such a good job, like making this family so great and mesh so well together. It's just it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I I love this family. Like it, they're so freaking awesome. Yeah, they it's, definitely are. And it's just great to watch them all fight together. And do you see Violet's cool? Like, like she could throw her force field and like break yeah, and stuff. Yeah, she broke it's like so the. Awesome. Yeah, to like
1: protect the people underneath. I mean, she is so rad.
0: Yeah, and I, I also really liked uh, well we'll get to the new supers later,
1: but um, I guess. Um, we? We wanna... could talk about Edna and uh, that whole scene with the baby, which is like my, one of my favorite scenes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I
0: I love how versatile Jack-Jack was because we got we got so little of him in the first movie. And that he's got such
1: a personality in this one. It's just so funny.
0: Yeah, because they, they really had everything to work with in the second movie because we literally just knew that he was a baby. And normally babies are just babies, but Jack-Jack was way more than just a baby. He yeah, he was just so was happy amazing.
1: sometimes. And so, like... Like, he just would explode at the dinner table with his, like, you know, gobbledygook, like, and it just was so hilarious. He would just come in at these really great times and give us all just a a smile on our faces.
0: Yeah, and he was like super sassy when he was like copying Edna with his lollipop in his mouth, pretending yeah. it was like her. Her stick is—is is that a cigarette that she holds, or is it just like a stick that she just like holds with her? I don't know. I'm not
1: but sure what it is. It's just like
0: a it looks, stick. It, it looks so... like a long de <laughs> Deville like cigarette stick. It does, but um, but I, ne- I never see her smoking it, so no. I don't. I don't know. So <laughs> it, it must be like a. I don't know.
1: I think it's just like a stick for her to use, like on the monitors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like the and... baby gets really close with Edna but like right when he like Bob's going to drop off the baby he like it like sneezes and like shoots up and basically like Edna thinks he's going to fall but then he just like floats back down and she tries to catch him and she goes "Oh my god." Yes. <laughs> yeah, because she Edna's
0: really interesting. I mean she, she's She's a designer, obviously, of superhero clothes. But she also likes a good challenge, and and she also she also wants to be the best and only superhero uh uh superhero costume maker. And so, e- even though she didn't develop all too much in this movie, I think like just character wise, I think she just. Um, I'm glad that they brought her back in because she was such a great part of the first movie and, and having her get super close with Jack-Jack and having him, <laughs> like, have her have her nose in her hair <laughs> was was really cute to see. They were they were two peas in a pod, those two.
1: It's, it shows on uh, IMDb that Brad Bird plays Edna as the voice. Yes, yeah, he does. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so great. And she's modeled yeah. after that famous... Um, uh oh, costume uh, what's
0: designer. And Anna, what's
1: her name? The the, the blonde lady, right? For a uh, for a uh, Vogue or something? Oh, Anna Winter? I don't think so. I I think she's named she's uh, modeled after um let's see. Oh, well her ha- her hair looks like Anna Winters. It, it does, but um but you said a costume designer. Yeah, she is supposed to be, um... Let's see. I loved that little, like, logo that they had, um... Like, on the bag. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, she's supposed to be based on costume designer Edith Head. Mm. She looks exactly like her, too. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the mode bag that...
0: Yeah, the, like, she made it,
1: and, like, Bob was... Bob was carrying with Jack-Jack's suit in it. It basically had, like, this really cute logo on it that said Mode, and the O and the D were the glasses, and she had, like, the hair over the back. I just thought it was a really cute touch.
0: Yeah, and and she also had a, a billboard somewhere. I think it was... It, it might have been in the credits, actually, because I, I stayed and watched the entire credits. Um, oh, at the just end? Just in case... That, just in case there was a little scene, yeah, because they had the little one with the babysitter um, at the end of the oh, first one. was there anything? Um, no, they just, they just fully played uh, they, they they had people actually sing the Frozone, Elastigirl, and Mr. Incredibles, like, theme song at the very end. Oh. Cool. Kind kind of like what they did with, uh, uh, Deadpool. Like, at the very end of Deadpool, they didn't have a, they didn't have a scene, but they had like, some really, some really ridiculous, like, rapping Deadpool song at the very <laughs> end, and it was so funny. Yeah. Um, but then they had a, they had a, in, uh, in memory of, uh, Bucky, what was his name? Buddy, Buddy Lucky? Buddy? Yeah, Buddy the, the, the guy on the island? No, no. The original voice of, uh, Rick, Rich, Rich Decker, or Rick what is it? Rick. Oh yeah, he died. Yeah, he died this year. Um but what's his name? Buddy or something Buddy Lucky or something—that was his name. It was like a really interesting name. <laughs> Bud, Bud Lucky. He was the original voice of Rick Dicker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I just, I just want to very quickly talk about Rick Dicker because he's f- for such a small part that he has. Yeah, he's he's a really great character. Yeah, for trying for to help out such little parts he has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's very like, he's very like sad and and dull almost because because of what a... Quite a horrible job he has to do. He has to... Mm-hmm. He has to keep these super safe from people who want them, like... To be like, put in jail. Yeah. And and I just feel... And he's... And he's so greatly, like, put together. Like, he has, like, a hunchback because he's, like... He's probably carrying sitting a lot of at stress. a desk. Yeah. Like, carrying all of his stress in his neck. And, like, <laughs> his... His clothes always look so rumpled. Like, I just... Rem- I... And I always remember... What was it? Um, He, I always remember his one line that he had from the first movie before they get in the elevator. It was like, what did he, what does he say? Uh, I can't remember, but I, I just really like his character a lot. And it's sad that, sad that the original guy died, but yeah, but that's okay. He lives on in the second movie.
1: Yeah, definitely with a good character. Although he erases Violet's, um, dates Boy, mind. Yeah, which is so so funny. And her reaction oh, no. at when um Bob brings them to that happy that like diner happy platter or something, and they yeah, go and sit down, platter. and you see him, and she she like squirts all the water out of her nose, like it oh, is, which looks so painful. It is <laughs> genius, and her like face is all watery, and she's like she got snot coming out of her nose, and she's like coughing, and it's just like. Such and she's a... crying like like it must be super
0: painful like what just happened with all that liquid just coming out of your face.
1: It's hilarious though. Like the reaction was so realistic. Like it was just like a total overreaction. She just didn't expect to see her crush there and um just hilarious. I I just And and Bob <laughs> just being so oblivious like some dad
0: like trying to fix everything just being like He's like, "Yes, I would love some water." And he's like, "This is this is amazing. Is it spring water?" And then Dash is like, "Yes, yes, del- delicious water." And they're both being so stupid, and <laughs> yeah. it's so funny. Yeah. And and Violet's just like, "I want to kill both of you." Yeah, so and, good,
1: so embarrassing. And, and
0: even though. Uh, What's his name? Even though Tony like
1: slightly changed, I think he had like red hair. Oh in he the did first change. Movie? Yeah, he looked a lot different yeah. in the first one. I mean he he had the same like build, but he had like red hair and like yeah. not as cute of a face, I don't think. They did change his character um, style. I actually think yeah, in
0: oh are you saying in the old movie he wasn't as cute? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He he also had like a bigger head in the first movie. Yeah, his hair was um. definitely fluffier. <laughs> but I still like I still like how they incorporated him as well just because he like the movie starts off with him basically not being interrogated but you know like qu- being questioned like what did you see and they're like portraying basically what happens right after the first movie and, and I love that he's like crawling around like getting behind cars and, and then he sees Violet without her mask on and she just like doesn't know what to do and it's I, I love that whole first scene. I loved yeah. with with even the underminer. underminer. I know the underminer looked looked really creepy with like his buck teeth. Um, it was still a really great opening scene because even in the first one, like Bob was running around saving the town from all these things right before his wedding. So I, I like how they kind of kept with the like very hectic first couple minutes of the movie.
1: Yeah, definitely more exciting. Got like a little plot to cover in the beginning, a bad guy to to catch, but they didn't catch this one, um, and they have to go stay at the motel, which I really loved that scene where they were, like, sitting outside by the pool, and the, and, um, uh, Bob and, uh, Helen were just, like, talking about the future, and Helen's like, I should probably go back to work, and Bob's like, no, I'll go back to work, but just, like, how beautiful did that water look, all the lighting on them, it it just was a really nice scene.
0: And once again, the reality of this situation, like, these these are just people trying to figure out what they're going to do in two weeks, because in two weeks they have to either find a home or they're going to be homeless, and they're talking about this, like, right there in this, in this kids, what's supposed to be, like a kids movie, mm-hmm. and... Yeah. But they're talking about how one of them has to get a job at a boring, like, they, they, like, tie back to Bob first having to deal with his insurance job that he hated.
1: Um. They just have really adult conversations. Like, you wouldn't expect these, like, serious adult conversations to be in a movie like this, but that's, that's all this movie is. It's just, like, adults trying to figure out what's best for their kids, trying to, like, you know, um, Yeah, that's why it's a really like adult film because it is probably aimed at people our age who, really loved the first movie, and it's also about a marriage, the very first movie as well. And so this one even even handles it in kind of a different way, where the man has to give up his like more um, typical role as the head of the family, and Bob has to like deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, cuz Bob
0: like we, we already know from the first movie he loves to be in the limelight. He loves to be saving people. Like it the superhero gig isn't just about like being in the limelight cuz we know that. Like when he's when he's focused and trying to like we we know this with a uh, baby syndrome, a uh, buddy. He Like there, there are times when he's like very social, um, you know, smiling at the press, kissing babies, taking selfies, signing autographs, like, but then once he's on his job, like he's, he's very into helping people and he, and he really doesn't like doing anything else. And so I really loved seeing this struggle almost and this new obstacle that Bob had to overcome because in the... In the first movie, it was just him trying to get over his insurance job, but now he has to, he has to help the kids. He has to, he has to watch as Helen gets to be the superhero, which is all he wants to do.
1: Yeah, and, and he it's has killing like, him inside. It is killing him, and he has the like tries not to watch his wife on TV, and he's just like, oh, you know, like, and she's like telling him about her, her day, and, and I think it was a really good transition to for him just to. Not have to not be the one who saves the day, and that it's the kids who come and save the day. Really,
0: yeah. And and it's not even like he's half-assing it; like he's really trying. Like he stays up all night. He doesn't sleep for like three days straight because he's trying to to relearn math and figure out how he's gonna help Violet in this situation that he got her in,
1: (laughs) with having having her crush completely forget who she was. While Jack Jack's in another dimension and stuff. Like it's so good flying around and and. And, uh,
0: catching lawn chairs on fire. Jeez. So, so hectic, but so great. Um, what else?
1: Yeah, so I guess we could talk about the bad guy and the whole, like, plot idea. That I thought that, even from the beginning, I was pretty convinced that it was either gonna be the, um... Evelyn or Winston Dever to be- ended up being the bad guy, and so I think it was pretty clear that they were putting this together and they were setting up the bad guy in order for Elastigirl to look good. You know, um, I
0: just thought that. but but then to ultimately, uh, take her down, basically. So, did- so was Winston- was Winston aware of the creation of of screen slaver to to make Elastigirl look good? But no, then Evelyn took no. it one
1: step further. Okay, he had no idea. He was completely in the dark the whole time. And I thought maybe he knew, but he didn't know.
0: And I I like how they kind of made Winston. Right? Is it, his name was Winston? Right? Yeah, Wind or something. And he looks yeah. exactly
1: like Bob Odenkirk who plays him.
0: For well, when I first saw him in the trailer, I was thinking. Um, uh, Seth Meyers. That's what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> well, I think they took a lot of facial like features of Bob Odenkirk and put them into this character. Let
0: me see, Bob.
1: Bob. Oden. He's a uh, Better Oden. Call Saul. Oh, 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 oh! I know you're talking about. Yep. Yep. Mhm. He looks exactly like him. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Definitely, and I kind of like how they turned Winston kind of into a better syndrome, almost yeah, like, like he's
1: obsessed with superheroes,
0: yeah he he loves the nostalgia, he loves superheroes he's he's like just a kid at heart, and he really loves these he really loves these characters and he doesn't want them to be illegal he he wants to you know make things the way that they were when his father was still alive mm-hmm. um and just have the world be a better place and and he was helping them for the better. Like s- syndrome, baby syndrome was just annoying and kept like getting in the way and b- pretty much causing more harm, basically. Um, and then he was extremely obsessive and and very sadistic, almost. Like, oh, definitely,
1: definitely. Syndrome had a lot of problems.
0: Yeah, but then, um, but yeah. So I really, I really liked Winston, and I liked how they kind of. They kind of flipped the whole superhero thing on its head to where he kind of became their, their, their public relations agent and mm-hmm. like looked looked at them at a marketing perspective because when they first sat Frozone, Elastigirl, and Mr. Incredible down, they, I I like how they described Mr. Incredible as being too messy and yeah <laughs> and there's like a. Really big fatality rate, like when it comes to him solving problems, and and it's funny because Mr. Incredible is so big-headed, yeah. That that's that's exactly and and what was his what was his uh, uh, what do you say back to him? He was like, well, sometimes you have to handle heavy-set problems with with heavy-set salu- or something like yeah, heavy,
1: heavy, he- heavy heavy weight problems with
0: heavy weight solutions.
1: And uh, yes, his wife and that
0: was is like, such uh, like that's such a stubborn thought. Like it's, uh-huh. it's I'm so. It's so great how how like focused they made Bob. Like he is so he's so one minded, and it's and it's really great. Like he's he's like selfish and stubborn and like yeah. very and like he he has good intentions, but he's also kind of working for himself. And he's like trying to get the whole family thing down and the and this and the child thing down. And it's, it's really great to just watch him struggle.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like when they're in bed, him and Helen and he's like you're gonna do a great job like and she's like wow that was excruciating to watch <laughs> I know and then oh my god they're like they're, they're pillow talk <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> it was like and then what was it he said he said like go out there and do a good job so that I could do it better and
1: I was like ah you sad
0: uh, yeah, oh my god I loved that line so, like, I loved it
1: he's such a he has such a narrow view of what it's really means to be a father or the provider for a family or just like the male role in a family and that was really turned on its head um which is good for today
0: yeah and and i love how him and dash are very similar like they they both really they get excited about they get carried away with things they get carried away with things and they kind of don't see the full picture they kind of see just the part that that they think that the path that they think is right and what they think of a situation where like, um, like, you know, Dash doesn't quite understand how serious situations are. And I think he, he kind of learned in this movie, like when, when Violet kind of slapped him into it, like when they were on the boat and she was like, she was like, Dash, this is freaking serious, man.
1: Yeah. Like where's you the baby to... you
0: had a job to do? Like, stop being a child. You have superpowers. You need to be, you need to be mature. Like, you need to get your shit together. And, and it's just, it's, it's almost, it's almost sad for the kids because they really have to, like, they really can't, they can enjoy their powers, but they, there's like so much riding on them. Like, they want to use their powers for good, but it's like, it's dangerous and it's, it's like, it's it's it's
1: sad i i would not want to want to be a child with (laughs) with powers (laughs) well that's what they say like they already have to deal with so much shit just being a teenager and yeah adding on top of that they have powers so it's like you know but we still got those those cute little sight gags uh like in the first movie where he puts that thumbtack on his his uh his teacher's, his, teacher's his teacher's chair, chair. or like yes. when Violet is like sad because Tony didn't pick her up so then you just see her like invisible go to get the ice cream from the fridge like, and you just see her floating yeah. shirt come and get the ice cream
0: yeah and she's <laughs> sobbing while Bob's just on the phone being like Jack is in, Jack Jack's in good health in good Violet's, health Violet. Violet's date went fine even though it didn't
1: happen <laughs> and oh, it's so so funny watching them all interact Um, I like that line at the end too when they catch the bad guy and they're like oh you know she's gonna go to prison and then Violet's like yeah but she's rich so she'll probably only get a slap on the wrist and then Winston's like Violet I like you (laughs) that's so
0: cute ugh I love them and I also love just how how much bigger they made the world seem because in the first
1: movie yeah
0: you know bob has his job he works at the insurance but then it's like place like on the island is really where
1: everything happens yeah and
0: then they go to the island uh where this one like they were dealing with a bunch of civilians and just press new and supers ambassadors ambassadors new supers yeah. like she has yeah, to save ambassadors. ambassador new cities
1: from the the yeah helicopter which is a really cool scene yeah,
0: definitely watching Elastigirl be freaking awesome was so great to see with her, with her bike. Oh, and how that she whole would, train scene was so awesome. Yes! How she would stretch to jump over things. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so awesome. And then, and then when, when Dash calls her while she's driving... And she's just like, he's like, I can't find my high tops, and Dad didn't want to call you. <laughs> That's so funny. Look under your bed, sweetie. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, don't call okay, your uh, mom. Dash I... <laughs> Dash, I need to go now, but please check under your bed. Oh, my God. Love it. Yeah. I
1: love it. She was an excellent character. Totally, totally kick-ass. We just love watching her, like, fight off all these this crime, figure it out for herself, like, without her husband. And... Um, you know, that was a, a really good part, of, and then we got the kids at the end, and we got all the new superheroes. Yeah, so what did you,
0: what did you think of the new superheroes?
1: I thought that, we like, got, uh, they were we new Void? Yeah. Um. Yeah. They were because, fine. Because, I mean, <laughs> it,
0: the, the new supers make sense because Syndrome, like, killed almost all of
1: them. Right, so these are ones that are just new, that just came out.
0: Yeah, and were, like, kind of in hiding. I liked Void. I thought she was cute in her, like, insecurity, and, and I liked that. I, I like how these, because you have to understand, like, these people were in hiding, probably not using their powers, and they probably didn't have a grasp on a lot of their abilities yet, because who knows when they could even use them, mm-hmm. um, or when it would be deemed, like, safe for them to even practice. And she, like, meets them
1: at a cocktail hour, which is hilarious.
0: Yeah, because Winston, I guess, knew all of them or or knew where to find all of them and then brought them all together because he wanted to, he wanted to show the world that they were good people. And uh, I thought they were, they were interesting. They were definitely, I'll definitely say they were more exciting than kind of the... Because we didn't hear a whole bunch about the older superheroes before Syndrome killed them. Like, we heard of names like Gazerbeam, Beam, uh, Dinah Guy. Like, but we didn't really know what they did. Yeah. So, it's interesting. Oh, I was going to note that
1: during that cocktail yeah. hour, um, they are drinking alcohol. And they drink alcohol in, like, they have martinis and then they have, like scotch in a glass, and it continues, and even later, Evelyn is drinking scotch when um, Helen sneaks off after they, they have that party about the boat, and Helen goes into the editing room to, to see that she had caught the screenslaver, and, like, um, she's, like, got, like, a glass of scotch in her hands, and I can't recall, I mean... In any Pixar movie, them drinking any kind of alcohol, I mean, the only one I can possibly think of would maybe be Ratatouille and, like, some wine or something, but other than that- Oh, yeah, because, because, um, what's
0: the guy's name in, in Ratatouille? Oh, Linguini. Uh, but- yeah, when when ling when uh the Alfredo, Linguini. the owner of the
1: <laughs> yeah oh he does drink a glass of wine. He pours himself. Yeah, he he gets drunk because the guy gets him drunk so that he'll yeah. tell him that he has a he rat in his hat. He does. He does get him drunk. That's right. I forgot about that. Yes. Yeah. So he <laughs> does get drunk. So there is there has um, been alcohol. Yeah, you.
0: <laughs> there has been, but definitely not super often because you know a lot of the time we're not really dealing with such adult characters. Um, where even then, I mean, Void didn't seem like she was all that old. Like maybe no, maybe early, early, 20s. early 20s. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: She said that she was like she looked up to Elastigirl when she was a kid. I guess. Yeah, and I thought she basically her
0: powers was basically portal. The very game very useful,
1: very awesome powers.
0: Yeah, and and I like how when she was helping Elastigirl, she was she was missing because she. Like she uh she was trying to get Alaska Girl up to the plane because Evelyn was escaping and she kept missing because she wasn't she wasn't like timing where the plane would be because it was moving. Mm-hmm. She wasn't like and so Alaska Girl was just like flying everywhere and like trying to get a hold of this plane. And I thought that was like I, I like how things weren't perfect. Like the superheroes were messy. The superheroes weren't perfect and already grasped their abilities i liked how unpolished they were
1: yeah they definitely like needed some work and the kids do a really good job i think um they're super awesome and violet has just great shields i mean those things are like impenetrable yeah yeah
0: and and how people like worked around that, like how the portal girl you would... could go pop into the thing
1: and beat her up. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome.
0: Yeah, it was it was great watching them move around, and it was and there even though the the animation in the movie did look a bit more polished, I like how they kept it very true to the first movie, like things. The character, well, it really depended on the character. Like Bob, Bob's face himself looks very like. Like, they started a sculpture, but didn't quite round out his edges. Yeah, he's he's got an interesting face, for sure. Yeah, he's got some very distinct, like, structural features to his face. Yeah, protruding Um,
1: forehead and everything.
0: Yeah, and then a lot of other people have very round, like, like Helen. They're very, they're very smoothed out and very rounded. And, and I, I like how they kind of... Like almost just put slightly more detail into everyone because I remember in the first movie Helen kind of had highlights um, and then in this one she didn't anymore and like it was some very slight
1: differences in the characters well obviously Tony was really different Um, (laughs) yeah but uh, oh we haven't talked about Frozone and how helpful he was because he was extremely helpful yeah Frozone so let's see um, he shows up to trying to help wife. the Underminer. I know. I, I wish she would have made an appearance. I know. I want to see what she looked like. I mean, um, the Underminer I, I, situation. I want them to have
0: dinners with the Parr family. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. I I did like that he was the one that introduced them to um, the guy. But also, like, he saved so many people. Like, he single-handedly, like, stopped the boat. I mean, him and, and Bob stopped the boat from crashing into the city but also, like, he stopped the monorail from crashing, he uh, you know, stopped the corkscrew thing from hitting the city hall directly on, like, he did so much stuff that was, like, completely useful, and he, he made those little ice things for Jack-Jack to suck on Yeah, cause, yeah
0: Yeah, Frozone's a really, a really great character that I kind of wish that he he did have more screen time. Like I know, I know it's mostly about the the Parr family, but 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 Frozone is a really great asset, and he and he's very smart too. Like he knew to to get the hell out of Dodge the second the the cop showed up after the mm-hmm. underminers drill got t- turned off. Um... But. Um, what else he yeah the, the very end scene where he was just shooting snow like out of his out of him to not to not like break this building because I was like oh please don't break the building like, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's
1: not what you need right now like, uh, do not break the building yeah it was like no no we don't need that um I think he needs an update to his costume oh definitely it is so Edna has to get on archaic. it's it's too <laughs> old <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's the colors are way I, I too rich. I wanted to retro.
0: see, I wanted to see what this other designer looked like. Like it was, oh yeah, it was like Antonio or something. Yeah, like, it was like an Italian
1: guy or something.
0: Yeah, like whatever the. And uh, it's like galvetti
1: else? or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like so pissed about it. Uh. But really, no
0: one should go to anyone else but Edna. I know like, she
1: you, like. Elastic Girl's costume ripped at the end. Like it wasn't a good costume. She definitely needed the red one that Edna made her. Yeah, cuz yeah, the other one was was shit. <laughs> um What? What else? I don't know, we've talked about a lot of it. Um I feel like we really covered a lot of a lot of this movie. It it definitely was a There's a lot of really funny things in it, like, just a lot of sight gags, just a lot of, like, cute little things with the family. Oh, the scene where, um, Screenslaver, where she catches him and, uh, they're fighting in that, uh, room with all of the flashing lights and stuff, that was really awesome animation. Yeah, that, that scene was,
0: was very scary, like, when she was tiptoeing around, like, and i i was waiting for Screenslaver to just pop out of nowhere and like get her mhm um it was a really great scene and and how she got there too like the the city looked very dark and and scary cuz Cause let's cause i was trying to i was trying to compare the movie in terms of like color schemes with the first one cuz we have in the first one, the movie looked almost dull at times, like when Bob was at work or when he was doing like mundane life things. And then, yeah, the the movie immediately like popped with color when he met um, Mirage and 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 it almost turned into like a secret agent film when he was like flying in awesome jets and and then the beautiful red suit. Like he he kind of he puts away his dusty old suit and got that
1: really bright, beautiful one. Um, I would just like yeah, to like just... give some praise to Holly Hunter because over the past like year, she's been in the Big Sick and in Incredibles two, and I'm a big fan of hers. Oh, and she was also in uh, what was it, Batman versus Superman? <laughs> oh, yep, she was.
0: <laughs> she was a good part of that. The 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 scene that she was in, yeah. Um, I also loved... I love the very... Before the Pixar short, it was their little... Their little little thing. uh, Their little videos. Thanks for waiting for 14 years. (laughs) Yeah, like, we know, 14 years. It's been a long time, but, you know, these movies take a lot of work, (laughs) and it's so funny. Like, I'm like, yes, this is what... This is what impatient people need to see. Like <laughs> I would mu- I would much rather wait 14 years for something good to come out than than 2 years for something shit to come out. That's true. Like, yeah. This geez. was worth the wait. Like, come for on. Sure.
1: This movie is very good.
0: Yeah, so good. And I it it was great. And it was a it was a great addition. And they worked so cohesively together. I think the only the only thing I wasn't too like i was like eh, eh, about was like the new supers cuz even though void yeah. was cute everyone else was just kind of i don't know i feel like they didn't have that i i kind of liked how they stylized all the older superheroes to be kind of vintage yeah. you know um like and the way they talked about them they they talked about them almost like vintage cars like they were <laughs> they were sleek and, and when bob would talk about them he'd be like oh he had such a great look like yeah. like you think of them as like vintage cars and these ones i don't know they seemed like they seemed like a bunch of of brightly colored hd iPhones like all the all yeah. the new supers, With all the apps they're just and like stuff. <laughs> yeah, like all all the new frills and that. What was that? That one superhero that was um, Reflex. Oh my oh, god! Oh, that he could like barf up all of the the oh the, so like gross. lava and stuff. Yeah, it's such <laughs> a silly all, all the stomach acid lava. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I I could have gone through the movie without seeing his power. I know. Like, oh my god. And he's like an elderly get, like, one. Yeah, and and he'd get that he looked like a frog. Like he legit yeah, Definitely looked like a frog. And then when he would get like his his uh what do, what do frogs get? What's that like that uh throat thing that they do? They're uh they rivet? Yeah, they're a ribbit. They're a rivet maker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it just kinda swells up. Oh god, so gross. Yeah. Um I also liked the uh, the car that Bob has, which was really fun. There was all, like, voice activated and did everything that kids wanted it to. It kind of had its, its own personality in, a, in a, like, a little bit. Yeah. And I,
0: I don't, I don't, I don't think they'll make a, well, I don't know if they'll make a third one or not, but I want to see what the new car can do because he obviously, he let go of his old car because, because that's really what Bob needed to do throughout throughout both movies was he really needed to just let go of the past and kind of work toward his future, his family, how he wants to be a superhero now because like there was a lot of mistakes that he made back in the day that he just kind of needs to move past, like you know, villains he couldn't catch which would haunt him c- constantly. Mm-hmm. Like he he hated himself when he could not catch people and but he just had other shit he needed to do. Like, he was... In the end, he was still a human. And he just needed to... He needs to just let it all go.
1: I'm just reading now that uh, Edith Head, that costume designer that Ed Mode is, is uh, based off of, had won mm-hmm. a record eight Academy Awards for costume design in a row. Oh, not in a row. She just won eight Academy Awards for costume design. She's the most that's ever won. The the most Academy Award. Damn. She did the the... Beautiful costumes for Rear Window. Oh, remember when Grace Kelly's wearing mm. all those gorgeous dresses? Yes, her Her Majesty Grace Kelly.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I guess we we can't call Meghan Markle Her Majesty, right? That doesn't doesn't seem right. I don't. You can call
0: her a Duchess, Kate. Isn't that her new title? Yeah, duchess? she's
1: a Duchess from Santa Monica, California. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Hallmark actress, d- duchess.
1: Yep, Hallmark actress.
0: Uh, hallmark actress. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, um, well, this got an 80 Metascore. Oh
0: yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. So, should we read Which a couple think, of them? Um, sure, you, you look at those. I'm going to look at the at the original Incredibles ones.
1: Okay, well, the Seattle Times gave it 100. It says, while it's great fun to watch the Incredibles slash Par zipping around saving the world with help from their... Peter, naturally cool, pal. Lucius slash Frozone, voiced with gusto by Samuel L. Jackson. Incredibles 2 gets its heart by being a sweet family story. And the playlist gave it 100 as well by saying, it would have been a relief 14 years later if the Incredibles 2 had simply met expectations. Instead, it exceeds them. And Variety gave it a 70. And it says, what was organic and even obsessive in the first outing comes off as Pat, an elaborate formula here to the new movie, energized as it is, too often as it feels, warmed over, sloppy seconds with a what-do-we-do-now riff that turns into the overly on-the-nose plot. I don't know. I don't really agree with that, but it was kind of on-the-nose. I nose. think... I think that's a fairly harsh
0: summary for giving it a 70. Yeah. I mean, a 70 is still pretty good for what it's, like, stating that the movie's doing. I mean, I don't think... In terms... Hmm... Let me think about it because I I think even though even though the villain and you know the overall storyline is is important to a movie I I was mostly taking in how the characters were developing and that's what I was looking at I mean yeah I was I think I liked Syndrome a bit better than Evelyn and I liked Winston but I think I liked Syndrome better than Evelyn just because I don't know Syndrome. Syndrome seemed maybe more, he seemed like more of a threat. I'm, he, he, he was dealing with a lot of emotions. He was obsessive towards Mr. Incredible since childhood, um, and he was extremely smart in the little inventions that he made, and he had no value for human life. Like, he... At one point, Bob thought that he killed his family, and that... Mm. and Very dark. So I... And... I don't know. Evelyn? Hmm. Even though she seemed... I, I liked her look. I liked how she kind of always looked unamused. Frantic. And... And frantic, and maybe even almost, like, tired. I... I, I liked her, like, cool, calm, and collected look about her. Um, uh, and, and except I, for when and I, she
1: first got there.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, except for when she first got there, because she was probably very excited to meet the superheroes that she was going to then brainwash. Um, and I kind of liked how she almost, that, like, her relationship with Helen before she kind of turned bad, because that that's why I wasn't thinking that it was... Evelyn, I thought it was Winston at first just because Me too, yeah. he 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 seemed like he knew like what was going to happen next, like he had everything super planned out. And then and then Evelyn who's like kind of you know coming up to Helen being all girl power, like doing what the guys couldn't do, like standing out, kicking ass. Yeah. Um and and getting very buddy buddy with Helen and then just to have her like I I didn't know it was her until the very last second. Like uh, up until you knew that it was Evelyn. I thought it was Winston. Um, I thought it was Winston, too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm still trying to to think of how I feel about the... about Evelyn as a villain, though. because Because yeah. yeah. Syn- Syndrome also had... I think I liked Syndrome because he also stuck with, like, the... the... Over overactive, over enthusiastic, yeah, over excited kind of
1: was hilarious. Over
0: dramatized, mm. like almost like Bond villain. Like he seemed very, like like super, super spy villain. Yeah, very dramatized. Yeah, and I liked that. Like his his costume looked stupid. His hair was like really big and and just unnecessary. And and I liked that. And I and I liked his past with with Bob and everything. And. I guess they just they just didn't have quite a a relationship with with Winston and Evelyn, I think at least.
1: Yeah. It it seemed know. like it was kind of going quickly. Um and that they they really didn't um give it a second thought. They kind of just jumped right into it too.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. But I still I
0: still definitely wouldn't call it like what do we do now? Because I, I think with what they did it was very well thought out.
1: Yeah, it was. So Something what did the first movie, what, what was the score for the first movie? Oh, oh, oh. Um, it was,
0: it was a 90. Oh, yeah. And let's see, the lowest it got was a 70, and that's the lowest that the the second one got. Um, so was, oh, wait, is this the same? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, no. Oh no. Uh so 7D Village Voice Jessica Winter. Uh unfortunately the delicious snatches of reflective wit function as mere intermissions between the distended action sequences that might and Michael Bay style megatonage I uh, don't know whatever. <laughs> like mega me- mega montage is that what this was trying to say?
1: Oh maybe. Yeah
0: which have earned Pixar its first ever PG rating. Um, Oh, PG?
1: Yeah, I remember they were just G before then, and then that was the first G one. Oh. Oh. This one's definitely PG, too. Oh, dang. Yeah, it is. And it's an hour and 58 minutes. It's long. It's a two-hour movie. Yeah, and it... I don't want to say it felt long, but it
0: it did feel long, it's but a in a long good way. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, the first one was just a couple minutes shorter, one hour and fifty five.
1: Dang. So, yeah. Wow.
0: But I mean, the first one feels long too. But again, in a good way, like you feel like you're getting a lot of inf- of really good information from this movie. Mm. I think at least. Yeah. Um, and
1: then, yeah. So I guess that's it for the Incredibles. Uh, definitely one of the best Pixar films, I would say. Um, no, definitely. Definitely, such an amazing feat for animation f- and filmmaking alike, um, as it should be. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no idea that uh, Dash
0: Dashel. Uh, it's a. It's a new kid voicing him, and I could not tell. Mm. Like, he
1: sounded the same. Well, I would think so, because uh, the kid who voiced him earlier was not a a kid anymore. Nope. (laughs) 100% not a kid anymore. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) I'm sure the kid who voiced voiced him in the first one... Let's see how old he he is now. Yeah, let's see. Because uh, definitely... Wouldn't Spencer be a kid Fox. anymore. It wasn't like in the, in Toy Story with they when they had the same exact um, voice for Andy. Which was nice. He played Jim and Tim Possible and Kim Possible.
0: Oh my <laughs>
1: gosh. Wow. Oh my gosh. The original Dash, Spencer Fox. Yeah. yeah he was born in 1993, so he's 25 now.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> He's just a year older than us. Yeah, he is. Oh dang! <laughs> oh, oh dang! <laughs> so funny.
1: Two thousand four. Damn. Two thousand
0: four. Wow.
1: Now that was a long time ago.
0: It was, but you know it. D- it doesn't feel like it was. <laughs> just... It does, but then it doesn't.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Maybe we just it does, kept but thinking but it about doesn't. it. Yeah. Uh, that's how, that's how ingrained this stuff is for us.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, it's there forever. Um, so if you like this, this discussion, uh, you can rate and comment on SoundCloud or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Um... If there was anything that we talked to or didn't talk about that you, you, thought of, <laughs> I can't do this. You can't oh. <laughs> keep going. You got this. Um, if there's anything. If there's anything that we didn't talk about that you had thoughts of? Let us know by emailing allbythepopcorn at gmail dot com or allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail dot com or leaving comments on our Instagram, which is at by the popcorn podcast. Yep. Or tweet at us. Uh, handle is at by the popcorn. Or comment on Facebook. You just search all by the popcorn <laughs> podcast. You did so
1: good, Emily. I'm so proud of you. There you go. Yeah,
0: I, I I pulled it off at the end there. You
1: really did. You just swooped in, saved it like a superhero. S-
0: thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I am. I am a superhero.
1: Um, and
0: I think any announcements? I don't think so. Uh, no, <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> okay.
1: Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row. Dreaming of something better. Well,